you know, just continue to pray as we go through these classes. I think uh, the Lord has great blessings for us as we study David. Now, in studying David, though, we are going to uh, also hitting upon some very colorful and interesting uh, other characters. And a couple of them are really kind of opposite in nature. One would be uh, King Saul and the other one. Uh, and uh, it would be the, the prophet uh, that we would uh, learn more about as we go along. So, uh, so just studying David alone by himself, uh, it does involve other character. Another other characters. Another one is um, is Jonathan, a good friend of David and the son of um, the son of King Saul. So there is Samuel, a prophet. There is Jonathan, the son of King Saul. There's Saul himself. And there's David. Of course, another interesting character in there is going to be Goliath himself. And it's going to even go back to the situation of Moses and also of Caleb and also of Joshua. So it's going to be quite an intricate and in-depth study and it's going to take us uh, quite a, a, a few weeks to get through all of this. In fact, for the next three classes, we will be going to be mainly introductory before we get into the full-fledged um, um, study of David himself. Uh, next three weeks, because this week, next week, and the following week will be the last classes that we will have before we break for the summer. And we'll break for July and August, and we start off in early September. I'll send out notices. I think that would be the second week of September. So again, spread the word, and happy to have everyone on tonight. And uh, for the next three weeks, uh, let us do some introductory work as we get into David. Um, in fact, when we, when we look at the study of David and somehow for this um, theme that we are following, faith, not fear, uh, we, we probably should start with David and Goliath, and then we'll get back to the 
facets and aspects of um, uh, King David's uh, uh, growing up and stuff like that. But the story of David and Goliath is typological in this sense. Fear is at times compared to faith. And like I said at the beginning, uh, you'll see a very stark contrast uh, between fear and faith, or faith and fear, in this story of David. And it kind of jumped off, catapult from the story of David and Goliath. So as I said before, fear is at times compared to faith in the Bible and life. Uh, and in the Old Testament, we could, uh, you can see clearly, for instance, and I use on a for instance here, as we do the introduction to what later on will come about David, was when the, the incidents of the Hebrew spies that went to survey the promised land. See, from before they even got into the promised land, there was a fear factor versus the faith factor factor. So, in anticipation of the Hebrew people entering the portion of that portion of Palestine, which was promised to them by God, uh, they had to conquer the land. And faith made them excited about the prospect of their future in the new land, but fear undoubtedly made them fearful and gave them a and deliver an exaggerated exaggerated report of the difficulty of capturing areas of the land so here you have faith to go into the land but faith is making you imagine things and, 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 and things are magnified because of fear, obstacles are magnified, and it happens all the time in our lives. And so all they could report, basically, what they basically report were the obstacles, the difficulties, the trials of, of, of capturing, you know, the land that oh, that was given to them by God. In fact, it's really what really made um, the children of Israel finally go into the promised land was not fear. Fear of the unknown or fear of anything. It was faith going into the land, going into a situation, going into what you 
don't know exactly what the future will bring. That's what takes us into the promised land. Faith. Um, so if we quickly look at Numbers 13, 1, 2, and 3. Numbers 13, 1, 2, and 3. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give the children of Israel, of every tribe of the fathers shall you send a man, everyone a ruler among them. So the people that they were sending in were, were leaders, uh, not just anybody. And that compounds the problem, of course, of fear as it relates to leadership. Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. And the one thing about leadership and those who desire to be leaders, one has to be always, of course, dependent and leaning on faith and realize that fear won't let God deliver things for our benefits or for the benefits of those who may be under our leadership. But it goes for any individual. In this case, leadership is being uh, promoted or being uh, put up as an example for particular reasons as we will see uh, um, as we go along because that's what eventually points towards David and so it's telling us way back then Way, way, way back then, before they even enter into the promised land, centuries before, that leadership would be important for the people to overcome their fears. And so leadership calls for faith and the diminishing of fear. 
And this is going to come up over and over and over in the different segments that we are going to share about David. It's going to come up with the prophet Samuel. It's going to come up with Jonathan, son of the first king of Israel, Saul. Is going to come up extremely powerfully with Saul and of course with David. That was all David's main point in his challenge to the soldiers and the defenders and to Saul himself when they were challenged by Goliath. That was the main thing about David. Why are you afraid? If God has given you a promise, just like entering to the promised land, if he has been steadfast with you all these centuries, why do you fear the collapse in your life? Yes, they're larger than you. Yet, yes, they're more powerful than you physically. But with faith, you would overcome not only the fear, but the strength that, that the enemy has because the things against you have. Because fear is what eventually causes our defeat. Amen. So I just wanted to give you a kind of introduction to what we'll be sharing as we go through the life of David. A remarkable, remarkable person of faith. A remarkable example of, of to overcome fear and that's why we want to start off with uh, the episode the incident between David and Goliath there we really see the combat not the combat between the men the young boy David and Goliath, this giant, but the contest, the battle between fear and faith, and faith overcoming fear. And that is a great metaphor and as I said, it's typological for all of us. The greatest enemy that we have when all is said and done is fear. It's fear. And hopefully what we have shared over the last few months 
will help us to identify fear. Because one of the first things that we're going to learn is in order to deal with fear, you have to be able to identify it. David make, made it plain to Goliath. He, he identified the situation. He said, he said, I'm not going to fear you in spite of your great height in spite of your strong build, in spite of your weaponry, I am going to come after you through faith in God. All that Goliath and the Philistines were asking, which was a form of combat in those days from time to time, is send me out somebody send out the champion. Let's settle this one person with another. And who knows, maybe they throw out that challenge knowing fully well that the Hebrew people will be fearful. Now one may say, well, hey, you know, one may say, well, they were facing a giant. But after all that went on when they, before they got into the promised land, first of all, the situation came up about giants. They, when, when they went to spy on the land, which is really to check it out for military purposes, they said that the people in the land were giants. <laughs> so they always had this fear of giants. It's typological. It's metaphorical. In their mind, there were giants. Giants of obstacles. And, and so Goliath is representative of this, whether physical or not. If it weren't a Goliath that they were being challenged with, a person of regular size, would they see that person as a giant like they did before they got into the promised land? With the per, you know, truthfully and honestly, and to be frank, many of the situations that we face, they're giant, they're big. Let's not kid ourselves about that. Goliath was really big. Who knows what the spies saw, though? when they went to survey the land centuries afterwards, did they really see giants? Or did ordinary people appear to them as giants? Now, after they got in there, and we just finished sharing the period 
of the judges, rulers. They didn't have any king or anything like that. They didn't have prophets. Okay, think and think of of that period in biblical history as in the time of the entering of the promised land. Think about it in at least in three parts: the time of the judges, the time of the kings, and then the time of the prophets. You know, so. Uh, Although there's a lot of contemporary situation between prophets and kings, there is also some clear differences and demarcation. But yes, you know, for centuries, in the time of the judges, a lot of things, Gideon and others, you made it seem so overwhelming and so gigantic Anyhow, and the point that I'm getting at here is that, yes, 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 there are some giant situations that some of us, even right now, we are facing. There's no question about it. There's no doubt about it. We shouldn't kid ourselves about it. No one should, 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 should make light of it. Uh, you know, you know, we should, we should acknowledge it. David said, yeah, 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 I can see and everyone can see Goliath, you're a giant. But then, there are numerous other times, even now, that we also have little, we look at little problems small challenges in our lives and we see them as giants. That's what's so remarkable about faith. Whether it's an actual gigantic situation or it's a small condition that we imagine to be gigantic, it still takes faith. It's still all about faith. And that's why we want to share these wonderful lessons that is coming up about David. I hope you spread the word. And for the summer, I'm going to ask you all to <clears throat> look up these characters Jonathan uh, Caleb Joshua just let's look look them up and Google Google them David Goliath Saul the first king of Israel David of course Samuel the prophet. Check them out. But next week, I'll be doing some more stuff, some more introductory stuff about David. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Because we are going to be blessed throughout the summer and come fall. Amen.
and thoughts.